You're listening to The Incomparables Total Party Kill podcast in which a group of friends play Dungeons and Dragons on the internet for your amusement. This is episode number 198, posted July 2019. I think your elf is broken. Welcome back to Total Party Kill, the podcast where I, your Dungeon Master Tony Sindelar, have already killed off everybody. Last time, rocks fell. I, uh, so today is just going to be like me really just, just getting into stuff, monologuing, working through some stuff, and thanks for uh, tuning in. Oh, wait, what's that? It looks like they're not all dead. They're just crushed by rocks. Uh, previously on Total Party Kill, uh, the adventurers are exploring part of Undermountain. They're dealing with uh, the gang of rogues led by Enda the rogue. Uh, and unfortunately, they seem to also have scrambled into some uh, some territory in Undermountain controlled uh, by some, uh, you know, some lizard folk, some uh, lizard people who uh, do not take kindly to uh, to intruders. And uh, upon uh, discovering a, visitors. a large... Visitors, sorry. <laughs> Unlicensed visitors. Um, <laughs> upon discovering a, a huge battle between the rogues and the lizardmen, unfortunately the ceiling collapsed. And uh, our adventurers we're buried alive, but the key word there is alive. The other um. key word is buried. Um, and the first to regain consciousness is Alestrin Quiverbottom, played for you by Steve Lutz. Hello, it is me, Alestrin Quiverbottom. I'm awake uh, now. Yeah, if you could sound a little bit more to... like you've been crushed by rocks. Could you do that again? <laughs> but crushed Hello, by rocks. it is me, Alestrin <laughs> Quiverbottom. Mm, uh, oh. I've been crushed by rocks. Uh, so, Alester, you uh, you wake up. Uh, it's very dark where you are. It's also very small. It. You are very crushed by rocks. Uh, yes. I'm going to say that you've lost uh, a healing surge or a healing surge worth of hit points. Up to you. Um, and things aren't great. You are currently uh, buried alive. That's not great. You're no. right. <laughs> and I just healed up and used up a bunch of healing surges. Yeah, well, I mean, could have been worse. You could be dead. You could be buried dead. <laughs> All right. Can I, is anybody in the vicinity that I can see, or is it just rocks? You are currently obscured by rocks, like all of you. <laughs> all right. I'm going to try and uh, scramble out from underneath the rocks that are uh, atop me. All right. Give me, a, give me an athletics check to try and get out of some rocks. Mm, okay. Why not? That is an 18. I'm sorry. All no, right. Sorry. That's just an 11. I was looking at acrobatics. <laughs> A little hard to do acrobatics under rocks. Under rocks, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know your methods, but no. So you are you're pushing and shoving, and it's hard, and it seems like probably this is just where you're going to die, because an 11 is not a great number. Okay. When, when a scaly reptilian hand kind of comes through the rocks and pulls you out, and you are now standing uh, next to a, a huge pile of rubble and stone, uh, staring face-to-face into the horrible face of a reptilian monster. And to play that horrible reptilian monster, please welcome to the podcast, Dan Morin. Oh, typecasting. <laughs> God, I always get the same roles. Uh, looks like you could use a hand there. Thank you, friend. Uh, I appreciate it. I don't know. Friend seems pushing it a little bit. I just, we're all under yeah. the same rocks here. Just so you know, we weren't with those other guys. That's We don't know them. <laughs> Uh, yeah, me neither. Awkward. 
<laughs> just uh, why don't you give me a why don't you give me a a perception check, Alestrian? You have taken a significant number of blows to the head. Also, you're played by Steve Lutz. What? Um, but <laughs> how about a twenty-eight, Tony? What do you think about that? That's pretty good. Uh, so you know, at first you were not entirely sure who this uh, this creature was that had pulled you out of the rubble. Um, and though they are uh, reptilian in in nature, covered with uh, Dan, would you say these are kind of black scales? Yep. Yep. Uh, this is not a lizard folk. This is a dragonborn. What? Uh, oh, cool. Uh, Dan, some, you, some uh, of my best friends are dragonborns. <laughs> yeah, that's just, that's what they all say. <laughs> well, I, so, I don't, um, what are you? What are you like an elf or something? <clears throat> yep. Yeah, um, basically, just like that. Oh. Hey, uh, some of my other friends are probably around here somewhere. We should probably uh, try to dig them up. I assume you're not the only one uh, of your kind that needs to be dug up. Of, of my well. kind, we're going there. We're doing that. We're doing this already. Uh, I, I, I got your group. I got a few friends probably here. Look, I've been hit in the head several times. <laughs> I hear you, the rocks. <laughs> and also, I'm played by Steve Lutz. <laughs> <laughs> I, I got a few friends around here. Some of them I like better than others, but but maybe we can find uh, my friend Kel. I think I think they're around here somewhere. Is Ken in here as well? <laughs> it's getting personal. Uh, you got how many? How many of you are there? Just just one of me, but oh, uh, several Thank friends. God. There there are <laughs> four or five or six. I, I forget. I it changes know. from day to day. I I'm gonna start with getting out from under these rocks, and then I maybe I think about getting out from under this whole mountain because it's not great down here. <laughs> not Is what I he still under for. rocks as well. Uh, are we both under know. rocks? Are we just chatting from beneath two boulders? <laughs> I think we're like. You're adjacent to the boulders, yeah. I would say, at this point. That was the first step, was getting out from under the rocks. Yes. Okay. There are uh, there are several groans coming from the rocks and rubble near you. Uh, but, you know, it looks like there's been some serious structural damage. Uh, you are not even, like, in the room that you were in. You were, seems like, pr- uh, probably as you look around, more in, like, a cave, Alestrin. Uh, and, uh, Dan, have, has your character identified their name yet? I guess that would be polite, wouldn't it? Yeah, my name's... Well, my name's Arjun. That's yeah. not important right now. Okay, Let's take these guys out. <laughs> First you say they're kind. Now it's, I don't care what your name is. I can see you're a real winner with the personality. Nearby people are dying. <laughs> All right, let's move some rocks. So maybe we can home in on some of those groans. Yeah, sure. Uh, cool. You want to roll, you want to roll some stuff, people? Sure, let's roll some. Sons of Dragons. Yeah. Where's the groan homing <laughs> skill? Uh, I would call that, that reception. That's got to be Dungeoneering. Come on. It's never done anything. <laughs> All right. Okay. That is a 26. That's way better than my 11. All right. So, Alestrian, you use your beady elven eyes and your beady elven ears uh, to hone in on where some uh, sources of survivors were going to be. And perhaps uh, you, with your uh, combined athletic scores, you can move some rubble and recover some people. Uh, Arjun, do you want to give us an athletics check? Sure. Let's do that. Uh, that is a 23. Uh, Alestrin, do you want to help? Sure. Does he need help? 23 sounds pretty good. Yeah. Uh, oh, that's not bad. 22. Uh, so yeah, you're clearing some rubble, and you find uh, you're able to pull out uh, of the rubble. Alestrin, uh, your good friend, uh, Flessa, played by Erica Ensign. Hello. Big rocks. Ow. I'm Alestrin. <laughs> <laughs> and also a, uh, a a figure that is not familiar to you, uh, a drow, 
Uh, though, Arjun, I think you would recognize this figure as your, oh. one of your, your colleagues. Uh, and that drow will be played by Annette Weirstra. Welcome to the podcast, Annette. Thank you. As I uh, groan, get out of these rocks. Someone move these rocks off me. Oh, good. You're still alive. I, I, I was worried there for a second. Not, not that worried, you understand. But Arjun, I'm good to see, good to see you. It's good to see you too, Kel. Alastair, who are these people? Um, I've already forgotten. <laughs> <laughs> that one's uh. That well, at least you're okay. <laughs> Arjun, and that one is a drow. It would be really hard to know if Alestrin had a concussion or not. It would just say, <laughs> you know. Uh, I mark him as my quarry. Uh, uh, somewhere sick, somewhere nearby, sick. there's another pile of rubble that seems to be uh, groaning, and in fact, possibly the sound of kind of sizzling, perhaps like something slowly being uh, eaten away by acid. Is is is? is I think uh, Acrid might be audible. over there. <laughs> That's a good guess. Uh, hey, a little help over here. All right, sure. Yeah, we I'll, could... I'll pick up some tiny stones and throw them. <laughs> I got a twenty-one athletics. Oh, that's better than my. Oh, yeah, eighteen. Uh, you were able to clear some stone and uh, recover uh, your friend uh, Acrid, uh, the uh, the dragonborn who uh, seems to be sleeping peacefully beneath some rubble. Uh, please welcome to the podcast, Georgia Dow, to play Acrid. Oh, oh! I think that I got hit in the head. I have a very big bump. No, that's just normal. That's just normal. Okay, I'm good. We all got hit I'm... by big rocks. It hurt really bad. I'm, I'm a Lestrin. <laughs> and a Lestrin keeps saying I, his name. I think your elf is broken. Well, oh, another dragonborn. Oh, hey, how's, it, how's it going? I guess he wasn't lying when he said some of his best friends are dragonborn. <laughs> I've never strange. met this person. <laughs> <laughs> don't don't pay any attention to him. We're all really good friends, and we have other really good friends that were around here somewhere too. But I don't know where they went. Yeah, we had some other, mm. let's say, acquaintances in this area. Where yeah, you... I mean, there were many people in that room when the ceiling came down. Uh, were you guys some doesn't... of the rogues that came with Enda? Uh... Plus, it doesn't beat around the bush. Possibly. Uh, it's such a it's such an ugly word, rogues. <laughs> What? Smooth, I'm a rogue. Smooth. Oh, okay. Well, in I, that case, yes, I, yes, we were. I, I, I wear it proudly. Well, we got, we got, yeah, we're part of Enda's group, but uh, I feel like I don't know about you, Kel, but I feel like we got more than we bargained for with this job. If you three are going to start rhyming, I'd please somebody put me under a boulder. <laughs> <laughs> do you guys? Do you guys hate that as much as I do? <laughs> well, I don't know. Uh, when it comes to rhyming, I think it's all in the timing. Uh, <laughs> this is why I hang out with you guys and not the rogues all the time. <laughs> I say to Georgia. It is, it is wrong for a dragonborn to rhyme. I suppose you <laughs> should look time. around for the uh, the rest of our party, you know, at least make an effort. Mm-hmm. I, I go over and, and, and sniff near Ara. Uh, that would be an S character? Yes, Kel. Yeah, oh, I think sorry. I think it gets gave. It, oh, Kel, well, Kel Nas, but Kel to my friends. Yeah, I think sorry, roll twenty I I just auto generates character names too. Oh, <laughs> is that where that came from? <laughs> That's it, because I kept having to change mine when you put it in. It really wanted to be something else. I'm like, no, that's not what I think. All right, uh, I have changed it from Ara to Kel. Thank um, you. Uh, I'm trying yeah, to so be Kel discreet. Is a, uh, a drow. I don't know if any of you have uh, encountered a drow before. I'm not fond of them. <laughs> wow. <laughs> 
They're weird. Spider we do not, very off putting. We do not speak of this out loud. I didn't. I, I was s- keep, telling I continue master. sniffing what I think is discreetly. <laughs> I like all discretion. kinds. I move. I move slightly away. I like mm. all kinds of people. You're a different kind of people, but I'm sure we're going to get along just great. They worship a spider god. <laughs> I like spiders. No, wait, I don't like spiders. No, you don't like spiders. I don't like we spiders. We don't like right. spiders. This one's a little too chipper, that. I think. <laughs> I nod gently on her uh, ponytail hair. Just just, to, just a little taste. It's a good year. Yeah, good what, year. What kind, of, what kind of shampoo do you use, Kel? <laughs> I right. use all naturals. Oh, good. I was <laughs> who's, who, who's got the best spider shampoo uh, pun that they got ready to go? <laughs> well, this uh, is a fascinating discussion, but I'd like to kind of look around and, and get the lay of the room if possible. Okay. We uh, are missing some of our people. Yeah. Alestrian, as you look around, it seems like, uh, and I've loaded a new map for all of you that hopefully you can see. You may need to scroll around. This is the best uh, one yet. Good job, Tony. Uh, I did not make this one, so thank oh, you. Never mind. <laughs> um, <laughs> I purchased some tiles. Um, so uh, you are kind of on the southern uh, side of this chamber, which seems like kind of a cave slash just a thing like a hole underneath the dungeon room that you were in before. Uh, and there's a huge amount of rubble on the southern wall here. I mean, it's not even really a wall so much as a pile. Uh, that you all kind of dug yourselves out of. Uh, it does not seem like there's anyone else uh, from any of the various groups in uh, Undermountain who was present when that uh, when the ceiling came down that are, are here. But perhaps they are kind of beyond uh, the uh, all this this uh, stone and and rock and masonry that has collapsed to yourself. But probably, you know, it would it would take the most basic of dungeoneering checks to know that you might need to work your way around even Flesa another way can figure as out. opposed to excavating. <laughs> Um, like if it's that symbol. Well, let's see if we get that basic uh, dungeoneering role. Let's let's find out. Or if we continue to try to go through the wall of rock. Yep. Somebody give me a dungeoneering. Check. A really dry game. Give me a DC ten dungeoneering check to find out if we spend the next several hours Even rolling f- to remove stones. I got a Flesa seven. got a seventeen. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> if if Flessa can figure it out, I think I think we'll. Be I fine. rolled a one, but that's worth an eleven. So okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm worried about the rest of our friends. I think we should try to find them. They'll be fine. <laughs> hey, they started new okay. lives without you. <laughs> I call out if they if anyone hears me. I'm like no one. Rep- no one replies. Bat Batmut loves me most. <laughs> Batmut. <laughs> there are many different ways to pronounce Bahamut. There's Bahamut. There's Batmut. I, I just call him. I just call him Bathmat. <laughs> no, that is not okay. Uh, yeah, Ixnay on it's the not my, bag. It's not my god. <laughs> he's not mine either. But apparently, he's shiny. So I'm thinking about it. Shiny, shiny, good. What other exits are there from this room? I guess he's not there. Uh, it looks like the uh, there is a, a passageway off of the cave uh, to the kind of the, the what would that be North- the, uh, northeast corner of this uh, chamber. And so can, you could spend hours excavating to the south. No, or that sounds like a boring. great walk. You can we walk see up the into the chamber we were in? I go look. Uh, nope. It looks like like kind of everything is collapsed. So there is not a sign of uh, a chamber above you. I you know was that, carrying. You know, there's a, a chamber somewhere above you. You feel it I, in your heart. 
I was carrying a torch. Do I still have it? And is For it whom? possible to relight it? <laughs> yes, you relight your torch, torch Flossa. We've only just met. I don't, I don't think I'm going to tell you that. I'm not fond of this one either. <laughs> <laughs> Feelings mutual, buddy. <laughs> just joshing you. You're okay. All right. Yeah. No, I don't like you. <laughs> uh, what can I see up here? Uh, so you uh, you head over to the uh, the passageway to the northeast flessa, and you you light your torch, and you uh, you peer around, and it looks like there is kind of a chamber beyond. Uh, it looks like this cave kind of cave in uh, has actually kind of linked up this uh, hole that you're in with another chamber of Undermountain. Uh, and I'll just I'll just tell you what you see in the next room. Uh, you can see kind of a nice. <gasps> oh my god! Medium it's the biggest room. mimic I've yeah. ever seen. Uh, there's there's some rubble because it looks like there's been some structural damage here as well. And there is just a very very large chest, uh, like hubba, bigger hubba. than uh, bigger than Acrid in the middle of the of the room. There's I'm just like a huge leaning chest. forward. Uh, uh, there's uh, also the only oh, obvious no 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 no. The only obvious exit from the room is uh, there's kind of a metal uh, grate, or sorry, not grate, gate. There's a metal gate uh, blocking a passageway south Great. off of this room. This eh, room. It's all right. Yeah. I, I, I hold on very carefully to Flessa's um, shirt just in case she starts to run towards it. I can just lift her up in the air <laughs> yeah. and her little legs will just keep <laughs> on basically going. Pulling Neither of her bosses are here, so that's trouble. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't see what the big problem is. I mean, it's just a big chest. Why not open it? I think we should go open it. It mm. might have shiny things inside. Yeah, like teeth. Let's uh, let's be careful. Who keeps teeth in a treasure chest? Yeah, yeah that doesn't make any sense. Uh, I, I hear if you ask if it's a mimic, it has to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> Where did you hear that? That's ridiculous. I don't know. It's an old story. That sounds pretty silly to me. Yeah. I shoot an arrow at the chest. Uh, okay, you roll to attack the chest. You have combat advantage against inanimate objects. <laughs> inanimate for now. Oh, mm-hmm. uh, that's not great. Did you miss a chest? Did you, a all, huge, giant Did you remember chest. to mark the chest as your quarry? I forgot I've how been to gone shoot. for a while, but I didn't forget that. <laughs> uh, that's a 14. Uh, you managed to miss the chest. <laughs> What? what is advantage in this one? I've forgotten. Uh, plus two. Oh, so it's 16. You missed the chest. <laughs> what? Wow. That yeah. is a very you know, it's, agile. It's, it's dark. Are we attacking uh, it? I mean, I, I Flessa... mean you, you have attacked it now. Yes. All right. Flessa, um, Flessa uh, I, I tend to follow suit. So as long as as long as Akrid's not holding on to like my dagger throwing arm, I will also throw my dagger at it because <laughs> I do what Alestrian says. <laughs> All right. Uh, why don't you roll to attack? Too much chest power. That's just sitting <laughs> I, in the room, minding um, its own business. With my basic, um, I guess, life flourish, but I, I crit. <laughs> I rolled oh. the twenty. Okay, that will hit. Who are you people? So. Just attacking random chests. This is weird. <laughs> this is just ridiculous. Just, just walking. Oh, Lester did it first, so I figured I, I should. We, when somebody attacks, then I attack next. That's just how it works. Do you need me to roll damage, Tony? Yes, please. Okay. Um, let's see. Did you roll a critical? You said I did. I rolled a twenty. <laughs> oh wow! So twenty things happen yeah, when you, you need to roll. Yes, they do. So, um, let's see. With my gambler's dagger, uh, I can shift one square. Except I'm being held on to, so being I cannot. Held. <laughs> yep. Your feet. Um, you can rotate around acrid one square. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and is it? 
Is it just um, max damage then? Uh, also, your max sneak attack, and I don't. I forget if I give you a dagger that does something fancy on a. On a uh, no, the the dagger. Oh, yep, it is. It's one d six. So max damage for a normal sly flourish is twelve, and my sneak attack is. Is that two d eight? God, it's been a while. Um, Sounds right. It's two d eight if you yeah, took I the backstabber feet. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So that was twelve plus sixteen more plus. Oh, <laughs> just a one. Uh, so that's seventeen damage. Uh, I think that's twenty nine damage. Plus plus 20, the twelve. Plus the twelve is how much damage? I think it's twenty nine. Sure. I All like right. this new guy. Twenty nine. <laughs> twenty nine damage. That looks like uh, about twenty nine so- damage you did there. Uh, Alestrian's <laughs> arrow uh, bounces harmlessly off of the uh, um, off of the stones. Uh, your dagger flies true and like cuts like a chunk off of the chest, which seems kind of silly, like for about a beat until the chest kind of opens and basically just kind of burps, and <laughs> a skeleton warrior climbs out of the chest and advances toward you. You see. I hate this dungeon so much. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to ask you to roll initiative. Okay. <laughs> I Let's judge everyone. Wow. Oh, Lester, you're so smart. Yeah, I get by. Ooh, ah. Oh, yeah. And uh, you get plus two. Plus two. two because we're close to Acrid. Does that count for awesome. us? Do we count as allies? <laughs> well, that, you have to ask. We'll Georgia. see. I, I I like you guys right now. Okay, cool. I mean, use it while I can. <laughs> I lean into Acrid. I'm not fond of these two. <laughs> My hearing is really good. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I don't think I've properly been playing my eight charisma up to this point. <laughs> That's true. Uh, Olestrins or Steve's? <laughs> Hilarious. Oh. oh. Speaking of Alestrian, Alestrian, you got the highest initiative. Uh, yeah, so I you did. will get to go first. I you shoot Dan. <laughs> Dan is outside of the game. He's very hard to hit. <sighs> so the question is, keep beating up on the chest to keep it from burping up more warriors? Is that how that works? Maybe. I don't know. I used to play Gauntlet back in the day. That's how it used oh, to work. Oh, that's true. Yeah, you're right. It's a monster generator, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, is there any disadvantage for shooting arrows at skeletal things? Uh, yeah, usually. Not I in this don't edition. think so. I think that's an no? old-timey D&D. Old-timey. 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 I mean, they're like 90% what air, so play. I, I wouldn't be shocked. <laughs> um, That's more of a first edition rule. All right, how about this? I'm going to shoot two arrows. First of all, I'm going to make this skeleton my quarry. Mm-hmm. <gasps> And then I'm going to shoot one arrow at it and one at the chest. All right. With a twin strike. So this is the skeletal warrior, and that is a stinking 12. Uh, that I'm not even going to look that up. Yeah, don't bother. <laughs> I'm busy. <laughs> <laughs> and this one's going for the chest. That one is a 21. Uh, that will hit the chest. Also, I will just tell you... Um, yeah, yeah, so that will hit the chest. Sorry, you're not doing a melee attack. I was going to tell you something extra if you were doing a melee attack. Um, but yes, so you hit the chest. All right. 
That will do 11 points of damage. Okay. The chest looks unhappy. Is it bloodied? Uh, is it bloody? Because that would be really creepy. <laughs> uh, the chest is bloodied. Oh. I All don't right, know. Then. I mean, yeah. wait, it's a chest. So it's maybe sawdusted. it's kind of wilty. I don't know. <laughs> Chipped. Splintery. Yeah. Splintery. The termites Splintery. are pissed. Splintered. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm going to leave that at that for this turn. Okay. I know, right? It only took like a minute and a half. Yeah, are you sure this is Steve? Um, all <laughs> he right. did get hit with a bunch of rocks. Yes. So uh, the chest is going to go next. Uh, the chest is going to burp, and another skeleton is going to pop out. Uh, the chest is then going to shift one square back. What? Which is unsettling to watch. Yep. Um, I don't feel good about it, that's for sure. Um, next are the, my skeletal warriors. So the chest has disgorged two skeletons. Uh, so these are undead warriors. They're kind of clad in kind of ratty, rusty armor. Uh, and they're carrying uh, ancient-looking longswords. Uh, and they're just going to kind of saunter forward, and they see, uh, I'm going to say they see Acrid and Flessa here at the front. Can so I, gonna... I can't lift Flessa onto my shoulders yet. Not yet, I don't think. Mm, okay. So, uh, they're going to come for you. So, Flessa. She's very small. It seems like that could be a free action. <laughs> Flessa, I got a 14 versus AC. Oh no, that does not Acrid, I got a 27 versus AC. Eep! Ew. Well, no offense. I'm, I probably it's better that they hit Acrid than Tiny Acrid. You take Flessa. ten damage as a, a skeleton. It really kind of scurries you good with his, his long sword, and you are marked by that skeleton. Um, Kel, it is your turn. Annette, we know that you are. We have thrown you into the deep end here with mm-hmm. uh, fourth edition. So uh, when it's your turn, you can do a move, a standard, and a minor. Your move is moving around a certain number of squares based on your speed. Uh, a standard is usually one of your attacks, and a minor might be some kind of incidental thing. Some some of your special powers might be minors, but probably not. Um, so it's probably you might think about do you? I don't I don't know too much about uh, your character. I I, I have a dagger, a- so I think I'm gonna move in close. Okay. And uh, do a piercing strike. Okay. So I've got new dice, so hopefully these things. Uh, that would be 28. Ooh. Uh, those are very good dice. <laughs> very nice. <laughs> well so worked. that you, uh, you move in and you, you just find a space right between that, that skeleton's, uh, ribs and you just like stab it, your dagger in there and it's, it's not good for its ribs. Uh, tell me about damage for your piercing strike. It's going to be, uh, nine points of damage. Okay. So that skeleton warrior is a little sad. Accurate, it looks like you're up. Um, so, uh, Kel, do you want to do anything else? No, I think I'm good. All right, Accurate, you're up next, followed by Flessa. Okay, I'm going to, um, and, and I don't know if I can do this, so I'll just ask. Can I turn my head so that I can blast and hit both skeletons and the mimic? Uh, it's it's not actually a mimic. Uh, oh, but I would sorry, say with your, uh, acid, with your acid spray. What's the range in your acid spray? I think it's five. the fact that... One, two, three, blast four. Five. I guess, yeah, I'll say you can get it in a in a blast five uh, with acid. Okay. Nice. Eleven plus. Sorry, I forgot what I have to hit to shoot my dragon breath. Plus 
Eight. Uh, eight? eight plus eight. Mm-hmm. Okay, so so eleven nineteen. And what's that target? Reflex probably or AC? Yeah, reflex. 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 So that will say you hit the first skeleton. Uh, you want to roll for the second skeleton? Yeah, that's a five plus eight. That is thirteen. That's going to be a miss. And then you want to roll to hit the crate or box chest. Nineteen. All right, you hit one skeleton and you hit the chest. You drench them in acid. How much acid damage do they take? They take uh, five damage. Okay. The chest looks sad. <laughs> it is a bit. And, I, and on, my, uh, on, on my version of your character sheet, I have noted, noted down that um, when you hit, you also have combat advantage until the start of your next turn. Oh, um, The nice. ones that you hit. And that, I believe, Dragon Breath is only a minor action, uh, right? Right, Akron? Yep. So you yes. still have a, a standard up? Yes. And I'm going to do Viper's Strike. Um, okay. So with this, it will trick my adversary into making a tactical error that gives uh, a comrade a chance to attack. Um, so if the target shifts before the start of the next turn, it provokes an opportunity attack from an ally of my choice with a melee weapon. Um, so I will choose, well, Fluss, are you choosing, do you, you don't usually use it. Are you using a melee? I am right now. I'm Sweet. Right up then here. I shall do that for Flessa. Hope for a good roll. Awesome. 15 plus, I got 24. All right. You Viper strike that skeleton. And I do five plus four, nine points of damage. Okay. Noted. Anything else, Acrid? No. All right, Flessa, you're up next, followed by newbie Arjun. Um, I have this fancy new armor that I've never gotten a chance to use yet. Mm-hmm. So... Is this some kind of chest-killing armor? <laughs> it's it's not, Um, but I really want combat advantage, <laughs> and I currently don't have it from where I'm standing. So I'm going to use the daily power of my serpent skin leather armor for the first time, which allows me to shift three squares, and that includes moving through enemy spaces. Nice. Very sneaky. Yep. Yep. So I am going to scooch over to here and stabricate uh, the one that Kel had already attacked with a... I guess I'll just use another... Oh, you're flanking both of them there, too. Nice. Yeah, so let's see if I can daze this uh, this walking skeleton. 30 versus AC? (laughs) That seems unnecessary. (laughs) Yeah, uh, okay. So so that is 10 plus... 12, 18 points of damage. Oh, gosh. Okay. That skeleton yep. is still there, but it is in trouble. Um, um, and I have, I still have a minor action left. Mm-hmm. So I'm just going to, oh, oh, yeah. And also since I hit it, um, it is dazed Daze. until the end of my next turn. All right. Let me put a little daze token on it. And uh, I'm going to also do a low slash at it because that's a, a minor action yep. that I can do. So, that's not as good. That is 20 versus reflex. Uh, That'll do it. Yay. This guy lives in a box. He's not very reflexive. (laughs) (laughs) So that's a mere seven points of damage. All right. That that skeleton um, is teetering. 
Yeah, let's see. Let's. I can slide the target one square, but there's not really anywhere to slide it to. You could slide it between Kel and Akron if you wanted, but I don't know if that helps you. Uh, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> Does um is Arjun carrying ranged weapons or no. like a sword? He's got. He is unsheathing a broadsword from his back. Oh, okay. Then I'm just gonna slide him over. <laughs> uh, one. Before, I'm gonna move up, and in fact, I was gonna ask. I don't suppose there's any way you can okay. end up the one square down, but if not, that's fine. I, the combat advantage really helps me too, so I can get that daze guy. But it sounds like he is pretty much close to dead. Ah, uh, I see. All right. <clears throat> oh, I, I suppose I knew that Arjun was a rogue. We would already established roguish. that. So I would, I would roguish, roguish. Well, I Flessa assumes you're just a regular old rogue because she doesn't know any better. He's so, more of a rapscallion. So I would leave the. Uh, I'll leave that. I would leave that space open um, for. Okay. For that reason, but. Um, it turns out that if you hit while you're flanking a target, um, apparently this deals uh, two more damage. I've never done that before. <laughs> I've never okay. actually been flanking with this one. So, yeah, two more damage. Okay. Uh, you're all set, Flessa? I am all set. Arjun, you are up. Uh, Arjun will slide up here, and he will unsheath his big broadsword, and he will attempt to vengeance strike the dazed target. Okay. It's currently granting combat advantage, correct? Yep. Plus, good news, I'm bloodied and I'm a dragonborn, because you, you may... No, wait, I'm not bloodied. I, that's right, you've moved to three quarters, not, not half. Uh, all right. Oh, yeah, did, did did we get hurt by the rocks that fell? Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, One surge. I, yeah, I, you should learn at least a surge, either just take a surge out of your total surges or a surge worth of hit points. Okay, I'll just take, take away surge. Uh, all right, so I got a 29 on my attack roll. That'll probably do it. Can you? How much damage will you unnecessarily? How much damage will you do? I'm going to do, do some this, unnecessary damage here because to this lingering skeleton. Who is there really such a thing as unnecessary damage? <laughs> uh, uh, well, if we'll see how many digits it is. Uh, <laughs> I do a power bonus to the damage roll equal to twice the number of enemies adjacent to you. So that is two. So that's plus four. That, that guy's that guy's granting me combat advantage. I do an additional plus four to someone granting me combat advantage. These all stack? Yep, it's good times. Dan, is this a garbage character that you've made and brought to my game? 100%. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, so, uh, let's see. This is, this is that sword mage all over again. <laughs> Nine, 13. Uh, that was 21, 21 damage. All right, that was roughly twice what you needed. <laughs> um, over, so, overkill is my middle name. Is is it? That's really like two names. Nah, I, I gave myself a nickname. It's awkward. <gasps> People you tell have me slain that's my middle name too. We're related. Skeleton. Uh, Arjun, do you need to do anything else on your turn? Um, uh, I could try dragon breath in that guy. Let me see. I'm, I'm learning about my. Uh, I'm learning about my character, character as we go. Maybe we're cousins. Uh, let's see, I do have a couple minors. Uh, hold on to that. Uh, I will use. Mm, sure. I'll use a minor action Shroud of Shadow. I gain Ooh. partial concealment until the end of my next turn, and I get five temporary hit points. I bet that looks weird, too. Yeah, you sort of see him, like, because he's, he's already got all the black scales, but it's almost as though he, like, gets a little kind of misty, and it's kind of hard to focus on him. Your eyes kind of dart right past him. Mm -hmm. He's kind of um, shady. 
Like the end of Endgame. <laughs> you get all, yeah. <laughs> all right, Alestrid. Yes. There's one skeleton in front of you who is your quarry. Mm-hmm. There's also a box that never did anything bad to anyone. Uh, I disagree. It burped skeletons. Does yeah, it it's not a good. Made of That's wood? a lot of indigestion. Uh, the box does appear to be made out of wood. All right. So I'm going to knock up two arrows because I really is don't want it to burp up another skeleton. One of them some kind of arrow or something? One of them's going to be a firestorm arrow. You know and, what? Uh, this I it, it says here the box takes extra damage from fire damage. So yeah. good. It's vulnerable five fire. Well, excellent. So maybe they'll both be fire damage. We'll see. Mm-hmm. I just at least want one of them to be. So I'm going to take how many two of those shots. arrows you have left that you bought from Snick and Snack? Mm, about fifty, I think. God damn it! <laughs> no, it's 20, 27. 27. Okay. Um, They're rapidly dwindling. If it makes you feel that's any good. better, that's good. So all right, that's right, listeners. If you want to find out how Steve got those arrows, you can sign up for the member special, which is just me and Steve haggling over prices. It's totally <laughs> worth it. No, I that got I got one, to be excited about snaky armor. So yeah. there's there's a little more. That first arrow is a 29 versus AC. That'll hit. Was that on the skeleton or on the uh, box? Uh, it's both of these are going for the box. Oh, okay. So that will hit. And that will do. Let's see. I believe it's six for the flame arrows. It is. Okay. So. Oh. Oh, double ones. <laughs> but I also get one for the plus one on the arrow. So. That is uh, three. Three total? Three yeah. flaming damage? or Well, there's also the flaming damage is, oh. is uh, so included it, in that. Vul- yeah, so oh. they're vulnerable. it's vulnerable five, so it becomes eight damage total. Hmm. So that was arrow one. Yep, and I guess I'm shooting another uh, flame arrow then. Mm-hmm. And that is also a 29. Uh, that's su- surprisingly, it also hits. Excellent. That's much better. That is 23 damage. Oh, gosh. I'm sorry, 24 damage, because I get the plus one for the arrow. How did you go from doing three damage to 24 damage? I got a one and a one, and then I got a 10 and a six. All right. That'll do it. Oh, wait, and he he takes three more damage because both of them hit. It's a two-fang strike. Mm -hmm. Uh, So... The box is consumed by fire. <laughs> Good. Uh, it looks very strange as the box is just kind of start to incinerate and the box is like burning away and you see it like a strange sight of just like a cluster of skeletons kind of writhing and dancing in agony inside the flaming box. Ooh, that's uh, kind of cool. And, and it burns away very quickly. I want one of these and, for my dorm room. And, there is, <laughs> and then suddenly there is just kind of a, a clinking noise as a little metal key hits the floor. Nice. Why would you keep a key in there? Terrible <laughs> <laughs> idea. Oh, Lester, do you want to do anything else on your turn? No, I think I'm good. Yeah, that was. I think you're good. That was, that uh, good. The box would go next, except the box is dead. Uh, the fi- there's one skeleton left. Who this is just kind of kind of sad for him now. Um, so he has been uh, marked as a quarry, but he hasn't been marked by anybody else. I guess he's gonna turn around and attack Lessa. Now, does Hi. that mean? Sorry, does that make it a shift when he no, turns around? I'm just—he's pivoting. So, <sighs> but I rolled very low. Uh, Thirteen versus AC Flessa. That does not hit. All right. Uh, let's see if you can kill the skeleton before the skeleton gets to go again. Kel, you're up. Okay, I'm going to use my dagger again. Mm-hmm. And I got a twenty. 
piercing. Yes, the, the skeleton's AC is 18, so roll me okay. damage. Uh, since there's other characters close, can I use a sneak damage on that? Um, You would need to be flanking, so in 4th okay. edition, somebody would have to be, like, opposite you. Okay. So, like, Acrid and Flessa are flanking, but nobody is flanking on the other side. Okay, you. got so. it. So, unfortunately, not in this situation. By the way, listeners, yes, I've realized I forgot to add my bonus damage to that first arrow, <laughs> hence it should have been a three. <laughs> that makes sense. It seemed, Don't it at me. It wild that you went from three to... Yeah, it should have been a ten. Right now. Uh, I get to give ten points of damage, though. All right. That's bad for the skeleton. Uh, Acrid, you're up next. Okay, I'm going to use uh, Viper's Strike again. Mm-hmm. And 20 double damage. That makes a... uh, I do 15 points of damage. All right. The skeleton is severely in a bad situation. Again. Okay. I I don't think he's going to get a turn. (laughs) So, speaking of Flessa, Flessa, you're there. There is a skeleton kind of teetering. It's only got, like, one leg still kind of on the ground. Um, You know, it just looks... Hi, you skeleton. It I'm... kind of it kind of looks at you, and its teeth kind of kind of just chatter. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm I'm gonna stab it a lot. <laughs> sounds like you. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. With uh, another sly flourish, which is twenty four versus AC. That's on. Yep. Can you so... do six damage to the skeleton? Um. Yeah, without even rolling my sneak attack. Okay. You have vanquished the skeleton. You are out of combat. You have defeated two skeletons and a box that seems to just generate skeletons. That's unsettling. Um, I'm going to go look off. for the key. Okay, you run forward, unsupervised, <laughs> and and pick up a small little uh, iron key off the ground from oh, the... Oh, it's uh, not shiny? It's not like the, gold or something? No, it's in, it's super boring. Uh, That's all right. I turn around and that. I hold it out. I found a key. I don't I don't want it. It doesn't shine. It's not shiny. I go over and take it quickly. <laughs> Arjun pats a on the, on the back as he walks past and says, nice job with that box. Thanks. <laughs> really, really showed it who's boss. Speaking of bosses, I think we should keep moving because uh, I don't know where my bosses are and I feel scared. Let me tell you, kid, bosses are overrated. What does that mean? It means they just make you do a lot of work and then they throw you in a dungeon where you have to fight boxes that spawn skeletons. It's a terrible job. Riz, Rizwin and Melek have never oh. put me in a dungeon. Well, actually, come to think of it, they've brought me to lots yes, of dungeons. repeatedly, consistently. <laughs> Did you two hmm. uh, end up uh, running afoul of somebody and getting oh, just, locked up? No, not so much the locked up, just having to go into dungeons because rogue bosses are like, oh, dungeons, there's lots of treasure there. Oh. Who would choose to come to this dungeon? It's, it's awful. I, I did. What is wrong with you people? All right, I'm taking Try a look out. at the, uh, the, the not-so-great back were here coming. south wall. Uh, so there's an old, ancient uh, iron grate built into the wall. It looks like the area beyond uh, has kind of, kind of you can see through it because it's a grate. It's great. Um, it looks like there's kind of a, a series of caves beyond. So this is kind of strange in that you were, like, in a dungeon that felt, like, in, a, in a, a chamber that felt like just a room out of Undermountain, but then it seems to connect to more caves, which is, you know... Not 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 what you're used to in Undermountain. You're used to uh, you know, smooth 
uh, polished uh, corridors, you know, perfectly built for uh, accommodating a gelatinous cube or, uh, Mm -hmm. you know, a a platoon of ding-dongs. And this is, this is, this is caves. So how far can we see with a with a torch to the other side of this? Uh, uh yeah, I'll, I'll you can see the the uh, the some kind of rough rough hewn caves, uh, <laughs> cave tunnels uh, leading leading south. I don't suppose there's a keyhole in this grate here. There's totally a keyhole in the grate. Wow, that's pretty it's, great. It's not for that key though. <laughs> Before we open this thing up, is there anything interesting poking up out of the rubble around the room? Uh, it looks like uh the, the Probably there's some stuff that has fallen down from above. It looks like at one point there were probably some very nice uh, pillars holding up uh, the ceiling of this 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 chamber, and they Doric are not pillars Ionic? anymore. Uh, Corin- Corinthian. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. Doric. I remember that one architecture class. <laughs> Dan Moran's the biggest Doric I know. <laughs> oh. Well, that's Ionic. Oh. Oh. All right, let's get out of here. Uh, <laughs> They're, they're, it, you know, it's hard to tell. They're basically just rubble at this point. Um, Do I see anything? So on a yeah, fifteen perception check. I assume nothing else out. Either. Nope, nothing too exciting. All right, I should right. go through this door because this room I, is not getting any better. Try the key on the lock. The key opens the lock. It's a very simple lock. You feel like probably if you had a rogue in your party, you could have also picked the lock and not dealt with this this box at all. <laughs> Can we so, can we go check it out, please? Someone was going to have to deal with the box one way or the other. I can sneak ahead and look if you want. I just I. All right. I really want to get out of here. Yeah, All feel, right. feel I, free I, to take a look ahead. Although I will sneak ahead. It's a little hard to sneak with a torch, but yeah. <laughs> this is Flessa. <laughs> I'm I'm sneaking with a torch. Roll roll stealth, Flessa. <laughs> sure. Why not? Oh, God, that's terrible. Well, I am carrying a torch. I would like to remind everybody that I am carrying a torch. Mm-hmm. So my stealth is only 14. 14. And you are, like, doing shadow puppets yeah. in front of the torch as you go. Yeah, uh, yes. she knows yeah. we can see her, right? Humming to herself. I'm doing sh- shadow puppets. I really puppets think I'm... she's not that bright. <laughs> but I have a but torch. But she has a torch. <laughs> yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah, so I, I'm I'm sneaking. I'm, I'm creeping forward. We don't have to call it sneaking. All right. So you're creeping forward. The uh, the the, the uh, cavern tunnel here kind of twists and turns as you peek around corners, uh, and it, it leads generally south uh, before it opens up into a larger chamber. And you can hear the sound of it. Kind of sounds like uh, running water. Neat. What's it running from? Then report back, or should we just follow? I'm not going to go any farther than this. So I if shall- they don't. I shall if, follow. I'm yeah, like if they don't show up behind me pretty quick, I'd go back. But all right, okay, you're peering around, and several people uh, oh. stumble into you Hello. from behind. <laughs> I'm pretty sure they can see me. All right, uh, you water. The, the torchlight you can see and just probably barely make out in the dim light. It looks like a kind of a natural cavern beyond. Uh, uh, there's like a waterfall coming from somewhere high up that's filling this kind of pool slash stream of water uh, that's kind of feeding down into various uh, caverns here. Um, looks like there's some logs floating in the water. Um, it looks like you could uh, you could put, you could explore to the, uh, the southwest or you could head east if you wanted to navigate across this uh, kind of underground stream. I think we should stay on this side of the room because we need to find our friends. 
Also, I don't like water. It's not my favorite thing. Uh, does it look like it's drinkable? My, I'm feeling really like I feel like something hit my stomach, like a rock hit my stomach or something. I need something to drink. Kel, mm. do you want to go up to the water and check? Yeah, I do. All right. Uh, why don't you roll medicine check on that water? You've got a medicine score. Or heal, you know, or heal, heal, as we might call it's it. Heal. Oh, oh is it not <laughs> stupid? <laughs> stupid addition. I got seventeen. <laughs> uh, you, you, uh, you take you, you know, you you sniff the water and you kind of look at it. And you swish it around in your hand a little bit. It does not look great. It does occur to you that uh, you are on a floor that is beneath Under Mountain, which is beneath the sewers, which is beneath Waterdeep. <laughs> so. There's not a lot of, like, mountain streams feeding into here, is what I'm saying. But nothing is beneath me! <laughs> there are several layers of Undermountain beneath you. Uh, so. I sadly so, let the water fall, and I don't... I, don't I am the Undermountainer! <laughs> That's the referencing knowledge. Thank you. I've seen a terrible professional wrestler. Uh. So what's to the southwest? Do you want to poke around to the southwest, yeah. uh, Olestrin? Sure. Excuse All me. Right. Pardon me. Pardon me. Excuse me. Uh, the, uh, the, there's kind of a little uh, side uh, passage over here. Um, and there's a, there's, some, oh, there's a big... It looks like it's kind of a dead end. There's a huge cluster of mushrooms in the middle of it. Oh, boy. Ooh, mushrooms. Well, that's kind of my deal. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a ranger, you know. So I'd like to check those out with a nature check. Okay. Uh, that is a 19. Uh, they are relatively harmless, edible mustard, mushrooms mustard? with, uh, mustard. <laughs> we're talking. They'd be, yeah. they'd be really good with some mustard. Uh, yeah. They are, uh, what we call golden delicious. Um, you say relatively they, harmless. Relatively <laughs> harmless. Oh. Um, uh, I'm not fond these... of anybody here. <laughs> <laughs> not even me? No, you're all right. <laughs> Uh, Alessia, you know that they would be safe to eat, though probably they don't taste great. Um, but they would not be poisonous. They do not have psychotropic effects. Any restorative uh, powers I might know about? Nor do they have any uh, medicinal powers, nor so, are they explosive. Why would I mention that? Just a pile of mushrooms in the middle of the room yep. for no reason. Ca- cave hmm. mushrooms in the middle of the room. Yeah. You want to touch a, them? It's a wall <laughs> behind them. Do I? <laughs> I? I back away. <laughs> what? I mean, if we get hungry, what's wrong, what's wrong with the mushrooms? There's something unnerving about those mushrooms. <laughs> the fact that they're there in a room by themselves is the but first thing. This is their Isn't natural that... habitat. You're the one that's out of place here. Yeah, well, I don't that's hear true. them complaining. You're out of place. <laughs> so, what's on the other side of the river? Uh, it's hard to see. It looks like there's a passageway uh, off to the west. To the west? Uh, sorry. East. You can think of it as the opposite west. East. The east. east, west. The what's west. the difference? Yes. How far across? So it's what, like 10 feet of water? How deep is the water? Is what oh, that I was trying to, to get across. Far? Is it like 10 feet to like, get to this side, probably? Uh, yeah. You could theoretically try and jump across the stream. Uh, is it now that everyone's out of the room, I, I shoot at the uh, mushrooms. I... <laughs> uh there's some uh there's some spores that get kicked up by your arrow that was a crit all right that was a, a good use of, of sp- my crit there's a lot of spores kicked up by your arrow it's you it's you yeah i've got heat fever this is the- <laughs> i'm suddenly very itchy 
Totally yeah. worth it. All right. I can throw. You can catch. Go ahead. <laughs> Arch and jump. Uh, I'll, I can make an attempt to jump across. I don't remember what the jumping rules are for fourth edition, except that they're super <laughs> they're on complicated. Page one hundred eighty-two. I can tell you that. Uh, and I realized I was like, "Oh, I brought my Paris players' handbook over." I realized I brought my fifth edition players' handbook. Whoops. <laughs> I have I have the right one. Yeah. So uh, allow me to flip to page one eighty-two. Can we get rope involved in some way? Uh, uh, did all of your rope was lost to the cave? <laughs> no, no, it I was not. Rope. No, it was not. You have rope. If you can apply rope to this situation, I, do not I can't mm-hmm. stop you. I this is one of those rare situations stop. where rope would actually be useful. I can knit a rope bridge. It'll only take me two, three days. <laughs> <laughs> All right. If you if you Roll have knitting. at least two squares of movement before you jump. Which you um, totally would. Which we totally would. Okay. So let's see. This is high. Oh, it's not really a high jump, though, is it? It's a long jump. The long, long jump. jump. There we go. Okay, so it's an athlete. Make an athletics check. Divide your result by 10. Um, huh? No rounding. And that's the number of squares that you can leap across. Okay, so, um, so you would need to get higher than 20 if you wanted to leap from one side I got of the a 29. So Arjun takes a running jump and mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, and actually sorry, body. with the- Across the, uh, and with the running jump, it's it's divided by uh, five, not by ten. Cool. Awesome. I make it with room to spare. I will reveal a little bit more of the map to show you what you've got going on. Did, did we detect how deepish this looks? No one has bothered to ask me that. How deepish does this look? How deep is your love? Yeah, uh, the water is deep. filthy. See my earlier comments about sewers. Yeah. Uh, so it is it is unclear it, uh, how deep it is because it is. This is not crystal Unclear. clear mountain water. Does someone this have is... a stick? I yeah, got an arrow. Is... I poke around with my with an arrow. Uh, it seems to be deeper than one arrow. I Ooh. stack some arrows. <laughs> is that a thing you, you can do? Do you have arrows? Yeah, I use my rope to fasten yeah. several arrows together into a long like arrow stick. <laughs> it's got rope. <laughs> doesn't doesn't somebody have like a stick, like a walking stick? Or like a pole I tie I tie my I rope to a rock and I lower it to the bottom of the stream. All right. Uh, it is a stream, so it seems to, to vary, but it does seem to be uh, several feet, probably, uh, you know, even just right by the edge, uh, Alestrin, it seems like it's a good five feet deep. And it's moving pretty quickly? Uh, it's moving steadily. It's not like a rushing river. But it's it's a stream. It's moving. I'm just going to walk it's across. A... The water? Yeah. <laughs> Into the water and across. All right. How tall are you? Uh, about 13 feet tall. <laughs> <laughs> the biggest elf I've ever seen. I just need to really know I, how hot is your head above water? I, I, probably if it's Are only five swimming? feet deep. I asked I him, take take this rope just in case. Okay. <laughs> so just I'm holding a piece of rope now. Yes, hold the rope. <laughs> All now, right. now walk across. Uh, Alestrian, you get about halfway across yeah. uh, when something uh, rises up out of the water in front of your face. So, oh. Oh boy. Um, is it from the sewers? When- uh, I, I don't know. Oh, no. I when I does mentioned... it look like a mushroom? No, it does not. It looks like a very aggressive log, uh, which you could also <laughs> it could be from of. the sewers. Yeah. Well. Um, the, you suddenly realize that this lake that you've been arguing about uh, is infested with crocodiles. Um, oh, the stories oh, are true crocodiles. about the sewers. Yes. I hit it with my rope. <laughs> All right, <laughs> that, that will be your turn. No, um, I don't hit it with my rope. Has it that has it be been dumb. more than five minutes since our last fight? Uh, no. <laughs> oh God, really? Yeah, choices were made. <laughs> <laughs> All right. 
Good to know. Um, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Take it away. Sorry. I just just had to think about who all you people are sometimes. Um, I'm so well, sorry. this is a choice you've made. Unfortunately, this underground lake uh, fed by the sewers of Waterdeep itself is teeming with crocodiles. Crocodiles that are very hungry for you. Will you survive this horrible reptilian encounter? Tune in next time to find out. Idiots. <laughs> <laughs> Hungry, hungry crocodiles. <laughs> Who could have foreseen that there would be something in there? Who could have foreseen it? Nobody, because the water was murky. That's right. Yeah. It was murky. <laughs>